Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. the way the filthy chat like you just you should not be aware before you go it's a not suitable yeah. for work uh that's right that's the one that i won't click on when i'm in a public setting like if there's a new chat, I'm like, mm, i'll check this later <laughs> there's the homies one of course then my friend ariel has the his picture is this this Mexican dude with a big ass mustache and he's got a huge sombrero. This is like Viva la Mexico. I'm like, I don't know. That's racist, bro. <laughs> That's still accurate. <laughs> accurate for racist, right? Oh, man. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks on the Lazy Geeks Network. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Ryan. All right. So, um, <laughs> I think I'm just going to head off with this one first. Um, I don't know if any of you know this. But there's a new conspiracy theory out there. It's not another flat earth thing that we did last week. Apparently, birds aren't real. And uh, (laughs) I believe it. I know. In the realm of conspiracy theory, I'm surprised this hasn't come up yet. Um, There's a website called Birds Aren't Real. And and their Who Are We page essentially says this, Meet the Brigade. All across this wretched country, there are leaders, those who have chosen to leave. Wait a minute. This This wretched country. This wretched country. There are leaders, those that choose to lead, to impart the knowledge of this travesty to every man, woman, and child. They will not rest and can't, even if they wanted to, as as there are drones on top of their house making loud noises. The bird nightmare makes the Illuminati and JFK conspiracies look like a toddler playing at a Burger King play 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 place. You know he wanted to say McDonald's. It's always trying to be different. <laughs> yeah, Burger, King, King, Burger King. Play. Come on. Nah, if you really wanted to be different, Wendy's. Yeah, <laughs> Wendy's got no 
play area. <laughs> this is the parking lot. You can get your kids. <laughs> There's a sign there that kids play on, you know? <laughs> uh, but um, uh, one of the uh, uh, Ben Kissel from last podcast on the left was uh, on Instagram and he posted a picture of a flyer that said, you know, birds aren't real. And he's and he replies like, I believe I believe it. So I was like, is this for real or what? So I went on and I looked and it's basically a satirical site that essentially just kind of plays up the whole conspiracy theory about birds. And uh, they they like this, this thing is like like fully legit. Like that's why I actually looked at it and Reddit says they're a satirical site. So if it's on Reddit, I believe it right. um, like this is one of the paragraphs in there. It's imperative that we discuss the methods that the government used to extinguish over 12 billion birds between 1959 and 1971. If we are to make disciplines of the birds aren't real movement, we must equip each and every person with the knowledge of what truly happened in this saga of insanity and government corruption. Here are the facts and eyewitness accounts of various key events that occurred within our nation to completely destroy every man, woman, and child bird in existence. Preach the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so it, their, their angle is that the government killed every bird, and all the birds that we see are drones. They're monitoring us by the government. So, I don't know what to say. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, you can check it out. I'll put the link in the show notes for you guys so you guys can check it out. Uh, but it's fucking hilarious. It's like you read this year. I was like, wow, they, you know, they really do you know like, how much <laughs> I see so many birds. Do you know how much money it would have taken if those were all drone? Oh, I know. Right. Like we would have no military. budget. <laughs> it would all go to fucking drone. Not only the building, but the maintenance. And then that's the thing too, is like, Machines, there's one guarantee to every machine on the planet. It will break eventually. Mm -hmm. So these, no one's good. That would mean that you were guaranteed that someone would have found at some point a broken bird drone somewhere. It would have fell right out the sky. Now I'm fucking sparky and shit. <laughs> no, it's just full of shit, dude. But people don't think that way. And we, please listen to last week's podcast if you missed it. We, we dove into some of that. The reasons why people believe these silly things, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so, um, so recently, my uh, my brother was laid off, and so, you know, right now he's you know going to collect unemployment and stuff. So we had to kind of look at some ways to kind of tear down some of our the bills. So obviously, as you know, if you've listened to our the other show, the Lazy Geeks podcast before, we've talked about like cutting the cord. Well, unfortunately for us. At this particular point, we still have a year left because when we upgraded our um, our uh, box from DirecTV, you got lashed onto a two-year commitment, which was right. fine. Uh, so it was so we we're about a year in now, and so it was like, okay, well, we have to kind of keep that at least. So we essentially went down and went to just a little bit above basic cable. Um. So, and we kept the HD channels because you have an HD TV, so you might want to keep, you know, those HD channels. Uh, so with that, so the, the bill dropped by like a hundred bucks. Yeah, right on. And so now 
one of the big things that we were we were discussing when we were when we were trying to figure out what to do was the movie channels because we had like all the movie channels but it's all the same shit you know and it was like you know paying a lot for pretty much just still looking and going i got about 900 channels and still nothing nothing's the fuck on and so we started thinking about well what if we got back netflix and you know hulu which we already kind of had at that at this time and then we i go and if you want one movie channel app we could always go with hbo because they always have the better ones and plus they have some shows that i actually like to watch you know and uh and then uh so like okay so we ended up doing that so we got hulu which i have i pay 6.99 a month for uh for or 5.99 a month for some special deal for them to get me back um of course we have netflix for like 12 bucks and uh and then we got uh hbo i think it's hbo now so we signed up for that you get the first month free which was kind of cool mm-hmm. so yeah most of them are like that now yeah so you get a month or like a week yeah and so it was like okay cool so we got that and we've used it a little bit watched john oliver watched uh the greatest uh the great showman and and some other movies on there and uh we just signed up for CBS All Access, mm-hmm. um, so we've got that. So we'll get Discovery when that comes back, and we watch like some like sixty Minutes or the New Murphy Brown, some of those other shows that we don't normally watch, but we're like, oh, cool, we can watch them on here. But we got we we signed up for the um, the non commercial one, which essentially says you pretty much get no commercials, but you get some on certain ones, which I'm assuming are big popular shit that they'll probably yeah. Talk. And I think it's usually. Um the very few you get are commercials for other shows that are on CBS. Yeah, which like is what you, which shit. is what you see on HBO, which is you know the HBO. Right, and always, I don't really, I don't count that as a commercial. Yeah, to me, that, like, that I don't mind if you tell me about another show. Like that doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's when it's when I'm trying. I'm in this gripping show, and it's like, and the killer is, and it's commercial. And you're trying to sell me fucking Clorox. The one, the yeah, yeah I know exactly, and um. But it's like, like for me, I, it's something about Hulu with their commercials that are fucking annoying. It's because it's, you have, you have the normal commercial breaks and which makes sense because they're built into the shows, American shows, like to have a commercial break at a certain time, but it's always the same four fucking commercials. Yeah. And they're always so much louder. Like they're loud and they're usually kind of long. Yeah. And you just like, uh, yeah, like, and, and it's like, all state will never be my insurance. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm tired of it. But it's funny because like, you know, it's like, okay, I see that with the CBS, you know, you're advertising other shows, HBO advertising other shows. Fine. It, I get that, you know, but we're, you get nothing else really, you know, and you're paying for the, the, that service. But when you get someone like Hulu that says, oh, for less commercials, pay 12 bucks, it's like if I'm paying twelve bucks, motherfucker, I should have no commercials, you know, because yeah. because to me it's just that's just kind of annoying. But, but I think that's the world we're entering in, where you're going to have these paid services, and you're still going to deal with commercials. Yeah, but I don't They're just double dipping at that point. Yeah, exactly. Because to me, it's it's the thing is though is that I don't mind, uh, you know, commercials for other shows like like Netflix. I heard Netflix was testing that out, you know, doing commercials yeah. for other shows. I don't care. HBO does it, you know. At CBS, uh, CBS All Access for that higher tier does it, you know. Um, it's like that that I don't mind. But when you just have random ass commercials that you're just kind of like, oh, this is annoying, you know. 
But like even Amazon, you know, Amazon Prime, you know, they they don't have commercials through it. They have commercials for maybe in the beginning, you know, which is fine. I don't care. You put them in the beginning, put them at the end. I don't give a shit. But it's like when it's in the middle, it, it is very much distracting. Um, but the the one thing that I was going to say is I don't. Do you have a voodoo? Do you have a voodoo account? Yes. Uh, have you ever watched their free movies? Yes. I like so I never I thought most of their free very movies, seldomly, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> lately, they've actually been showing some pretty good shit. Yeah. Like you know, and um, it's, and I, it's older stuff, right, Usually, but, but it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's old, a lot, a very few older stuff that that's really good. There is a lot of junk on there, but yeah. they actually have quite a few movies that I was like, oh shit, that's on there. Since so yesterday, I was doing some cleaning around here. And um, I was like, oh, I want something on in the background. So I go, well, let's see what's, let's see what's on. Because I get the emails from Voodoo saying, hey, you know, there's new shit, new free shit added. So, and they're, and the, they're free, but they have commercials. Now, I was like, well, let's see. I want to kind of see it because Patrick and I were talking about it. Because they had like two movies we talked, we talked about that we're going to do shows on um, this month uh, were available on there. And um, I was like, well, let me check. So I was looking through it, and then I saw uh, the Bruce Willis action flick, uh, The Last Boy Scout. And um, I was like, oh, shit, I haven't watched that movie in a while. And um, when I, that movie came out in 91, uh, and a girl I went to high school with who I actually kind of had a crush on uh, auditioned for the role of Bruce Willis's daughter. And when I saw the role afterwards, I was like, yeah, she wouldn't have been able to do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, the thing was is that they have commercial breaks within it. All the commercials, though, kind of low-key, all fucking different. Every commercial was different. So it kind of felt like you're watching a movie on TV, but the cool thing was is they didn't edit anything out, and the language was still the same. Yeah. So it was kind of like, you know what? Okay. Like, if they could do this on regular television, like, you know, you, you see commercials, and, you know, and you know, the commercials are in there, but you the movie's not really edited too much you know or edited at all just in the breaks but the cool thing was is like the way they were broken up like the movie started to take a turn but then when it comes back from commercial that literally backs up like two seconds before the break so you kind of get that moment of like just what was about to happen going into it so it actually wasn't too bad and i was looking at it and i go you know it's like two or three commercials in the breaks and when you get to the last commercial break it's just one commercial and then you get the last 15 minutes of the movie i was like you know, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Plus, it's fucking free. <laughs> so. Right. Well, we have a Voodoo account because we noticed with our kids, um, it's not always good to have the actual Blu-rays because our oh, kids, yeah. when they were younger, they were scratching them, and so, and then and then we just got kind of used to it. And space is at a premium when you have a large family. Right. You know, so it's like I could have these shelves of Blu-rays, or I could, or I could just have them all digital. It doesn't really matter to me. And I don't. I don't. Steve has a large Blu-ray collection. I don't knock anybody who's into that. I, just to me, it doesn't matter as long as I can watch the movie. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. Um, but I completely agree with. You. Like right now, we have because we moved and we got cable. We have all the movie channels because the first year it's all free. Yeah, and um. I was like, well, let's see. How would it? How much would it be to just have the internet? And because it's bundled, 
right now, it would be it would be foolish. We would be paying the same amount of money to just have the internet right. unbundled. However, when that first year is over, the cost is going to go significantly up. Right. So at, then, that point, at that point, you can switch out. Right. At that point, we're probably just going to cut the cable and just leave the I have the gigablast internet or whatever. And it really I, I don't even remember what buffering looks like. Like it's it's that fast. <laughs> right. Um, so we'll just have because uh, really the, we have one cable box. It's in my room. And I usually use the Netflix app that's built into it. Um, the only reason I use it, I have been using it a little more now is because I have been watching. I've been trying to get away from the desk mm-hmm. or just sitting at the desk all the time and just watching some TV and kind of just enjoying, enjoying that kind of thing. Right. Um, the only difference is my wife's taste in TV is very different than mine. Well, you're usually. not into novellas. <laughs> she doesn't really watch novellas that much, but she watches <laughs> a lot of horror. <laughs> right. That's me. Um, <laughs> she watches a lot of horror mm. stuff. Um, and she's really into Netflix anyway. Like Netflix has so many fucking shows on it. It's, it's, it's like two networks. Well, the funny thing was, so is that, much. well, like, you know, money got tight. So we actually dropped Netflix for a good two months, two, two months. And it came to a point where I had mentioned it to my brother. I was like, I kind of miss that. He goes, so do I. <laughs> like, it's like, you got Netflix is such a staple. Now yeah. everybody has it or they're using it. And then you, you realize, know? you don't realize how many shows that you watch that are on right. there. Stranger Things and, you know, House of Cards and all that stuff. And you just realize, oh shit, I can't watch those. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> like suddenly you're- I'd say the only, the only reason it would be difficult to get by on Netflix alone is because of how they release their shows. So they release the season. Right. So you can binge it. So you don't have that constant new content coming right. out. So it, um, you need something else, but then Hulu fills in that gap. Yeah. You know, where you have, um, you have the new shows, they're Hulu's, all dropping. Hulu's, it yeah. Who is easier to, um, to backtrack. You miss some shows, maybe, you know, Netflix doesn't have it yet, but you can track that and new shows you right. can track on there. So and for most of them, they'll keep like the last five episodes. Right. So you can just watch one. Like it, there really isn't a reason anymore to have cable, other than convenience. I would say, yeah, or local like programming, I have, or local programming. I was looking at a, I was, <laughs> I was looking in the menu of my cable box, which is slow as shit too. Like mm-hmm. every cable box is slow, um, and I was looking at the DVR, and I have no nothing scheduled for DVR, and I don't need it. Like, why would I record anything? I could just watch it on Hulu or on Netflix. It it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense to record anything. Yeah. Um. The only real gap was sports, but sports now you could just get their their monthly service. Yeah, like ESPN and, and stuff like that. And then it and then you have a viewing experience that's specifically catered to that sport. Yeah. Like the the way it's laid out and what's being shown and everything like that. And it's perfect, you know, and you don't have to pay for it the whole year. You just pay for it for the season you're out. Like, I think next year I'm going to, because I usually, I follow my teams for baseball. It's the only sport I watch. I follow my teams, in, in, but I don't really watch many games until it's playoff season. All right. And then I start watching shit. So I think I'm going to just get the MLB 
it's not called the MLB ticket, but we'll call it that today. Oh, yeah. um, get that during playoffs. And then I can watch it on phone. I can watch it on TV <laughs> or anywhere I fucking want. You know what I mean? It's, it's fucking the way we watch television is just changing. Oh yeah. You know, and cables trying, they're, they're, they're really trying to hold on, mm-hmm. but there is going to be a time where it's going to make no sense to have it. And I think a lot of people just have it because they still have that. I should have cable. Yeah. Kind of feel. Yeah. There's still that, but I think a lot of them like, you know, spectrum and, and, um, some other ones are going into that whole thing of like, hey, well, or in DirecTV, they're like, hey, well, if you don't want the cable box and all that stuff, hey, just sign up for our digital service. And right. it's all streaming, you know, which is a smarter which is a smarter way to go. However, you are going to lose some money because you're not charging for the, the cable boxes and, you know, all that extra stuff that they used to make money for. But this and is I, told, I, told, I told my wife when, because we have all the movie channels for free now, but when as soon as we have to pay for it, I'm canceling. Right. And I'm just going to pay for um, HBO. If I had to pick one, oh, yeah. it would be HBO. Oh, of course. You know, so I, I'm, uh, I, I think I'm fine with that. It, I don't know. Just we got to get off this, though, because this is becoming a cut the cord episode. <laughs> I know. You know, which we've already done before. Right. Um, and we will do again yeah. in this oh. new format. Yeah, in the new format when they, when we That's go right. back into it, um, which, which we'll make the official announcement probably in December. Um, but uh, so, uh, Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft. So back in October, uh, the October, the semi-annual or biannual, I guess you would call it, uh, October 2018 <laughs> update. Well, it's a holiday. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's one of, it's like Arbor Day where it's like a holiday, but not really, you know? Right. Uh, update was, was released. And, um, yeah, that turned out to, uh, uh, be a turned fucking disaster. Shit. That's right. Uh, yeah. If, it, fortunately, the one thing that you can kind of say in this one is, fortunately, it wasn't a wide release. It was only really for anybody that, downloaded it like manually and so which was cool in some instances but not in others because you know it deleted backups <laughs> and uh and uh all sorts of you know which was supposed to be what temporary files and i think it deleted like actual files it couldn't differentiate between yeah it was pretty fucked up yeah virtual files and, and actual files um, where they actually ended up pulling it like a day or two after its release and then said they fixed it and then sent it out. But it's right now, I think it was at the time, this is when we're recording this, it was sent out to their, uh, what, um, fuck, what are those guys called? The ones that, uh, the Windows Access. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, shit. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I'm it, in it too. <laughs> yeah, the Windows Access group that's tested. I was it. Well, I w- I'm in it, but I was in it for Windows Phone. I wasn't in it for uh the computer cuz I was like, "No, nah, it's okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, "You know what? I'd do quite a bit more on this. I don't think I need that." <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't need that hassle on me. The um, phone that no one gives a fuck about, yeah, you know, <laughs> that you can fuck with that, but I <laughs> <laughs> But this desktop, yeah, we can we can hold off on that one. Right. Um but yeah, so um, but this is like the second one in a year. There was that the April one 
was delayed because people kept because some of those people in the uh, in that program. Now keep in mind that that went the that Windows group that actually tests that basically bug fixes the OS, the updates and stuff like that. Um, are essentially the final stage of development. Like you figured this would be environment where, oh, a guy, you know, pe- group of people in the company, you know, test it out and then, you know, make sure all those bugs. No, they've bas- essentially farmed that out to insiders. That's it. That's insiders. That's what they're called. The insider program. <laughs> we uh, get there. Yeah. I knew we'd get there at some point. But in like April's, in April's update, they were getting the uh, blue screen of death. Uh, mm. and you know, so there was a lot of, a lot of different issues that have been popping up over time. And what's, there was an interesting article that came out about, uh, about windows in, in regards to, you know, how it's, de- how it develops it. And the, they said that the problem is the, it isn't, the problem is not how often it updates windows, but how, um, but how it develops it, and because apparently there's two there's two schools of thought on this that there's way too many updates for Windows two in a year, and there's way too many, and you know it's 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 this concept of and these aren't and, and just for clarity we're not talking about bud bug fixes right because those happen whenever they need to happen right microsoft has this thing where their major feature updates twice a year and and i do agree with the school of thought that there's too many because if it ain't broke don't fix it you don't have to be it's getting to the point now that they're adding features that no one asked for right yeah you're like okay like what last thing they they added it was just silly shit i think well one 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 feature was uh Running window, um, running Edge in a virtual machine, you know. So right, and no one you. runs Edge in their main machine, so nobody cares. <laughs> exactly, know. you know. And and then the whole Windows subsystem for Linux, you know, which is like, and this that's is, kind of important, but, but the average consumer doesn't care. Right, exactly. That's what I, what I was about to say is like that's great for developers and like admins and people like that. And then you know the the compatible with Steam VR and. And a dark theme, because you know we all have to have that. But uh, that's very important. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, you, when YouTube has a has a big thing, the dark theme's available. You know, all the tech guys start going. You know, it's like that's I a love huge. dark themes, man. <laughs> Anytime an app doesn't have it, I get fucking irritated. Well, to be honest, you don't. You most people won't. And, 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 and let me let me say this before Adam jumps in. Most people don't give a shit about dark themes until it's the middle of the night. They grab their phone, they open that app, and suddenly it's the white light of God shining down upon them. Suddenly like, you're like, oh, fuck, I need to get a dark theme for this. I like dark themes for two reasons. One, uh, I happen to be light sensitive. <laughs> so if I'm, if I'm in like a chat app or something, it starts to hurt to stare at it for too long. Um, but two, it saves battery life. Like on a phone, it saves right. battery life. You know, so anytime, the darker you get it, the, the more battery you're, you're saving. Right. So all for it. I don't think, I think there are apps I've stopped using 
because they didn't have a dark man. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that. It's white background and, and bullshit. You, and YouTube is – it's very important for YouTube to have that dark theme. Yeah, because it's it's like a theater mode. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. Yeah. Although they really need to work on the when you when you click on it to open it, they need to get rid of the white YouTube background. When, yeah, you, when you open that app, and then when you no it's, so you get that whole like I can't see, and then it's like now we have now it's all <laughs> dark. <laughs> right. You're like fuck you now. I got this bright circle right in the middle. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram needs a dark background. Oh my god, it does. <laughs> There's so Instagram's much. Instagram's the whitest fucking app. Like it's so bright. Like, we Jesus. get your demo. We we get your demographic, but you really need mm. to darken that theme up a little bit. You really do. <laughs> you really, really fucking do. Now, there there's been a lot about where people are talking about that you know two updates a year is too many. That they should cut back to just one. Or mm-hmm. um, and that they just need to stop developing new shit and just fix stuff mm-hmm. because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that they've released or updated that doesn't work all that well, and then they're constantly moving at a six month interval of making new shit that nobody you don't it takes forever to get bu- fixes for a lot of the stuff like prime example uh, since we started doing this show uh, I think probably about. Uh, since we started doing the new show, two, a first, month now. Yeah, for the first two episodes, the the audio was really shitty. Yeah. Now there's a reason that it was really shitty, and it wasn't our fault. Steve's voice. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the second two episodes were better. Problem was, it was just a situation on on Adam's end that um, that was causing right. a little bit of of the cutoffs. This episode, these next batch of episodes should sound a lot better. Now, the reason being is we've stopped using Skype. First two episodes were, were recorded using Skype. Now, if you know anything about what's going on with Skype, Skype has kicked out the desktop version, the main download version. Now it's turned into just an app, like everything fucking else. Problem is... Yeah. Your, your desktops are your phones now. Like, right. it's the same kind of shit. Exactly. Now... The thing is, is that when they switched over to the app, we used it once before because I mistakenly upgraded and it took me to the app and the audio sounded shitty. Right. And then now it's like, but you can record your calls and all the stuff. It's like, yeah, you got great features, but the audio quality sucks dick. And when you and when you started listening and then when you heard the, the you heard the show, we even went back and recorded our trailer for that show uh, because it just sounded so horrible. Uh, but when you, you know, and it was like, we stopped and then we moved to discord and now, you know, we've gotten everything kind of where we, we needed to be, but that's, you know, because we had to go there, but that's the thing is, it's like, they went ahead and said, yeah, we're going to go with the app, but the app sucks balls. So it's kind of like, okay, so why can't you make the app sound better than the actual desktop? Oh, because, because they're, because we can't. (laughs) It's kind of the same thing. Well, and, and you know what? That answer is valid because they they use completely different APIs for yeah. the app like the app overlay and the fucking and normal shit. Um, that was the same thing with OneNote. Oh, right, right now, the OneNote app is fine. There's still some features from the old OneNote that I would like to see put in. Um, just the level of complexity, really. I like having that kind of. Co- now I know a lot of people don't, but I like a level of complexity. I want everything in front of me, just so, just in case I want to do it. But the app is good. It, it, I use the app 
hundred percent of the time now, and it's it's just fine. Well, but, I still um, use two thousand six Office two thousand sixteen, so it right. still has it. It still has the the old app, so it's fine on my desktop. But I do use the app on on my phone and on um and on my the phone, iPad. The phone app is the shit. Yeah. See, this whole app thing is awesome on a phone mm. or a tablet, but some I don't really <laughs> want apps on my phone. It's a death. It's it almost feels like I have a Ferrari only to drive it five miles an hour. It's like get yeah exactly. It's like getting that oh yeah this goes to zero to one hundred and sixty in five point six seconds. Right. But I'm driving it in New York City. It's like when it's, you can only go five miles an hour a quarter of a block. What's the fucking point? Exactly. You know it's it, I have I don't have a touchscreen laptop. Okay, <laughs> I have a fucking I have a desktop. Like it's getting to the point now that having a desktop that I built, there's no point unless I'm playing video games all the time. But here's my, here's my bigger issue with that is we have a situation where Microsoft, Microsoft pulled, remember how Microsoft went with windows eight and say, Oh, we're going to dive head on into touchscreen computers and all that stuff. It's a, it's essentially the same thing, but what they're doing is they're trying to integrate it slower this time by move, making everything into apps and stuff like that, and then trying to do a situation where it's like, well, we can make OneNote one way, and it can be used in multiple facets, you know, in, in on the phone, on a tablet, or on their desktop or laptop. Problem is, is that with what they're doing, a lot of people, a lot of their base that still uses a desktop and uses a laptop is they're using mm-hmm. it for fucking power. So if shit doesn't work right or shit sounds or, you know, shit sounds like shit, they're going to immediately just say, you know what? Fuck it. We're out and find something else, which is yeah. why Microsoft is in such a position because they always think of like, oh, well, Apple does it and, and people use it fine. The problem is, is that Apple does it better. They do. They really, <laughs> they really fucking do. do. You know, you, you hear us talk shit all the time about Apple, but we're mostly talking about Apple fanboys. This <laughs> is really what we're what we're right. making. The, but their products are good shit. Like you never hear people sitting there saying, "Yeah, they have GarageBand, but it's it's not really it's not really functional." I don't and really. You never uh, hear anybody, and but people use you know. But it's like no, it's good. It's good quality. It's not the win. Uh, what was it? The what was Windows editing version? Remember they had that little movies? Yeah, not no for Windows, not um, uh, the Movie Maker, the Movie Maker, yeah, app, Movie yeah. Maker, the Movie Maker program, which was shitty, you know. But and that's stock. And then you had Apple, which goes ahead and does you know iMovie, and it's great. Not iMovie. There's another. Uh, you know they have, and then they have their audio program, GarageBand, which is great. People use it, and it actually sounds. Really great. They, but in Windows, you have to get a third-party app just to get something that sounds even remotely close to that. Right. You know, and it's just like because they actually put stock into it. They put work into it. And I think that's yeah, I never had, I, I've never had an issue with um, Microsoft – or I'm sorry, uh, Apple's products. It's their business practices sometimes <laughs> that I'm kind of like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they, they focus on making quality – the most quality products they can. And they, honestly, they charge enough. They might as well. <laughs> they might as well, right? You know, so. But that, but there, uh, but therein goes lies the issue. They make three different things. 
Exactly. You know? So they, they're they're heavily, you know, while we'll sit there and complain about, oh, the closed um, the closed ecosystem and, and they only make a couple of items, those items always work. Like I, the issues that I have with my laptop and desktop running Windows far exceeds any issue I ever have with my iPad. Yeah. Like the iPad, everything fucking works all the time. Maybe something will crash once in a while. It's updated and it's fine, but it's usually something three party that third party that crashes, you know, but anything that comes straight out of out of Apple usually works really well. So but, you know, at the same time, Apple has what usually a major update with them is like once every two to three years. Yeah. You know, somewhere around there, because usually really, we usually hear, you know, like, oh, Cougar is out or, you know, I'm just making up names now. You know, Malibu, I think that was a name. For I, think a might have been, I don't know. You know, you know, you know, Cougar Milf, you know, all those like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's when I get an iMac. You know, that's when I get a Mac. It sounds computer. like a party now. Yeah, shit. You know, it's like, oh, shit. You know, Adam's like, oh, shit. They got a grinder OS. I got to get that. Ah, um, here you go. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's it. It's very rare to hear an, an issue that pops up. And if an issue pops up, it pops up early before it's even released. And then they'll pull back and say, like, hey, we got some issues and we'll do that. But that's not to say that if, you know, that Microsoft needs to go to those, you know, back to that one to two year issue. You know, I mean, Ubuntu does two releases a year, I think, so. I think they do. And Google's Chrome OS does like one every six weeks. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, but Chrome Chrome's kind of a little bit different. Like it's it's mostly a web, right. like a web br- a fucking browser. Right. You know, so but, but yeah, I, I do understand the point. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know, it's one of those where it's like maybe we should really work. I mean, fucking Android doesn't even have that many releases. I mean, yeah, they release one once a year with a new whatever dessert you know they had on the cart table that week, <laughs> but it does dole out once a year. Right. So it's like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe we should learn instead of quantity, quality. Because this isn't the first time. I mean, these these past two issues aren't the first time that should happen. Remember when um, they did the anniversary update, I think like two years ago when they broke all the webcams? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, oops, who fucking forgot to fix that one? You know, but, but, but. Like, the point of this article was also to say, like, who does the fucking testing on this shit? Nobody. We do. Yeah. The insiders. And Microsoft, Microsoft's been like that for a while now. And they're not the only company that does that, where, where they kind of just let <laughs> their consumers test it. And then they fix it as they go. The only problem is, like, Google does that. The only problem is, is that Microsoft stuff is usually more front end, you know, like Google will come out with a fucking something in beta, like my Gmail or something like that. And maybe it'll be a hiccup and I'll be inconvenienced for a little bit. Microsoft will go an update to my operating system and it will fuck up. That's a big deal. Now I can't access anything. Right. You know, or you're putting an entire business at risk, you know, you know, it, it be, it becomes, people love to ask, well, why don't businesses, why is my job still running fucking windows seven for everything there's a reason for that yeah you know it's because it's airtight windows seven's <laughs> been around forever yeah windows seven's been around for so fucking long 
Like, yeah. there's no reason. The only reason you would need to update is if you needed like video game shit. Yeah, it's really it. You know, so having the late, unfortunately, having the latest and greatest all the time comes with a risk. You you see that a lot in the Ubuntu community too. Like, um, perfect example, um, or Linux community, Ubuntu though specifically, um, they had they'll come out with a release like every six months, but it's the one that comes out every two years. That's their long-term release one. And what happens is that once they get to the release date, they have a freeze and that there's no more. Now there's no more updates. Like there's updates to fix it, but they don't add features, nothing like that. If you want the new one, then you gotta, you gotta get the new one. You can do a, uh, an upgrade to the next one from within your operating system, but it's a little cleaner. Yeah, you know, because Linux is known for stability, so they they focus on that a little bit more. Microsoft's not known for stability; they're, they're known for <laughs> being shiny and pretty. Right. Like it's it's not the problem that they chased Apple for so long that they are now the same thing when it comes to that. It's but, aesthetic, but aesthetic, as, aesthetic, but not as good. Not as good though. Yeah. But they, Microsoft and I don't. I prefer Windows over over Apple. But I'd be a fool if I sit here and said. Windows is as secure, as stable, or even as pretty as fucking macOS. It's not any of those things. No. macOS wins in those three things. Usability, which is kind of a, an opinion. Um, compatibility, though, Microsoft wins a thousand times over. Right. And has better software and stuff like that. But when you just want something to be pretty so you can just fucking update your blog... <laughs> You can get a MacBook. Wow, I could, I I just heard the pretentiousness in your voice. You know what I mean, though. Like the 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 majority of computer users now do one or two things. They, yeah. They're not power users that are fucking trying to bring their computer to its knees. You know, <laughs> or or the the most common user that won't get a Mac is a gamer. Yeah, the, who doesn't want a Mac? I mean. The, the the more common one is the one who can't afford it. But like if if you can if you could pick between the two, a gamer is gonna go no because there's more games on Linux than there are on Mac. Oh yeah, like it, they're not gonna fuck with that. But but, but, the, but at the same time, you know, if you're more in the creative realm, like video and music making and stuff like that, you're going right to Mac because they have the better software, not just Mac software, but I'm talking about you know a lot of some of the better companies that use that stuff utilize mac you know so they're they're, right. they're, they're but that but but then again they were talking about i mean because their laptops are actually pretty fucking powerful for that for that stuff and then you know yeah. and when you get into that so yeah but microsoft almost seems like it's trying so hard to chase that that apple crowd that it's forgetting its base crowd and when we were talking about like these these uh biannual updates for those of you out there, do you remember the? Uh, do you remember service pack updates? That's what these are. Oh, that's what these are. Yeah, but we, we used to not get them twice a year. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's fucking ridiculous, man. But now the way now the way they've structured Windows 10 is that unless you paid for the enterprise or you know the you know the Kyushu or the Toll Store, or the Melbourne, whatever um, version of Windows. You have to accept these updates regardless. 
And the problem with is, is that many times, and I know with me, every time a new service pack came out, I held off updating because every time it would come out, like you got it first, you know, first day, it was buggy and unstable as shit. And now you're yeah. kind of like, oh, well, here you go. You, and you can't, you can maybe delay it like a couple of hours, but you're getting it whether you want it or not, which makes it fucking difficult because Microsoft, like like we said, Microsoft is un, in, unstable at best when a new shit when new shit comes out. And here's and to be honest, you know, you got the insiders program. You know, most of the time when those the insiders get that shit, you know, it's like. A lot of that stuff should have been tested in house before it even like the the insiders should be the cosmetic people like eh, I don't really like how the way this plays or the way this moves right. or something like that. Not actual fucking bug fixing, which is really and, and this, the, the insider program is really sold that way. It's sold that you're just getting you're getting a complete feature yeah. first. Like you're the QA. You're the one that's you're the one that's not quality, not even QA. You're you're the one that's telling us how cool it is, right? To kind of to kind of guess like how it's going to be when it hits the same market. Now, there's certain things that will always come up because when you release software into the wild like that, you have millions and millions of people using it. Something might have been missed. Right. That's okay, but it's getting to the point now where it's like you didn't even look, <laughs> like you didn't even bother to fucking check. You like had you said, one job, <laughs> right? It's like. You, you basically, you made something and went, I mean, it turned on and then you release it. You know what I mean? It's, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's you're, like, guys, you're, you're getting to that point where you just bootlegged a program and you turned it on and you're like, Hey, we didn't get that. Hey, this isn't valid. Cool. That's it. You and didn't, that's and the problem, the problem is too, is that windows 10 is starting to feel clunky. Yeah. It's starting to feel that new car smell is worn off. It's starting to feel like Windows 8.1 felt. Where it, unfortunately, with 8.1, it, it felt like that as soon as it came out. But it, <laughs> it's, it's starting to feel like it's being held back by things. It's not, things aren't quite connecting right, you know, and stuff like that. And that's a real fucking shame. Yeah. Because when Windows 10 came out, man, oh man, it was just, it was the shit. Yeah. You're like, God damn, this is a real nice direction they're taking. It was like, oh, cool. They, they, they took the two things that people liked and meshed them together and made it work. And now, yeah, now it's starting to feel like we're kind of getting pushed back to the Windows 8 thing again. It's getting to the point that if cost wasn't an issue and I had to buy not a desktop but like a laptop, I would consider a MacBook. Me I too. would. Me too. If cost wasn't an issue, this is too, right. they're they're overpriced to the fucking max. I, I don't have time for to pay a price for that. It's stupid. But if they if you could get a MacBook for like five hundred, I would consider it. I would. Yeah. But you can't. So <laughs> you know. And I'm honestly, and I know Steve knows that I always do the Linux route. And I, I'm not I'm not jumping ship quite yet, but I'm thinking about it because I'm getting tired of every time I get turn my computer on, something's wrong with it. What did you say when we were t uh, messaging earlier? It shouldn't be getting scared of an update. Right. Like the last update, the October, I had to roll my system back because, and I have Windows Pro, so I tell it when to update. Like it will remind me, but I, it doesn't do what, by itself 
um, I had to roll it back because the computer, it turned on, but it was just like, it would get slow for a second. Um, I would try to open things and they would, it, all apps were crashing. Oh, wow. And, and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and there's one really annoying thing that happens is it likes to change my background to the, to the default one. Oh, I know. I don't know why it does that. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? It's funny. It's it's little stuff like that. It just gets fucking annoying. Well, like I told Adam, I got the last update my computer had. It was updated, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna you know restart to install the updates. And then like near the end, all of a sudden, my computer was just like, nope, fuck it, not doing it, rolling it back. Right. You know, it's like we ain't about that life. We just going back. And it's just like for the longest time, you know, the apps were just the the updates were just fucking up, and it was just like my computer kept rolling back. I was literally two builds behind for the longest time. And then when I did my finally did a clean install and before I downloaded anything, I installed and got the latest update. So it was like, okay, see what happens. But even this last, this last one for the October one, my computer said, Nope, fuck you. We're not doing it. So it's like, okay, we'll wait. (laughs) It's, It's just, it's getting to the point that, um, the only reason I would be inconvenienced by not having windows is gaming yeah and i barely fucking game anymore. yeah i noticed that so it's like it's one of the the one the one strongholds that you had is slowly starting to fade because right you do like, that anymore and then even there's a few games that I, I will play like if i'm just really stressed out like stuff like that and i just want to blow some steam up one of them civilization six like i'll play that that is has a linux version um there's there's so many games that work in Linux now that it's like you could be bit, you could be kept busy. The latest and greatest, you know, whatever. I also have every game console, you know. So it's like whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. And I'm I I also I'm starting to think just with the it's so funny how um how things can kind of change your outlook like the way Windows is being and and the way just the computer scene is I'm honestly thinking this might be the last computer I built. I'm just, yeah, I'm just kind of tired of it. I'm kind of tired of the, the price gouging and the, and the, the fucking Bitcoin mining, ruining the prices (laughs) of everything. And, and, and on, I got this big clunky box on my floor that I only use to record this podcast and watch YouTube nine times out of 10. I can do that on any number of fucking, do- I could do the, everything I need to do on my phone, yeah. including what I'm doing right now. Hmm. You know, and it, it's, it's, it's gotten to that point where I'm like, why don't I just get a laptop or even a tablet and, and just go oh, maybe a laptop because we record the podcast and shit, but you know, or just at least a smaller computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, for me, like, my laptop is old. You know how old it is. Yeah, um, yeah, And I use that pretty much for everything. I have a desktop still, but the desktop I use is strictly because of the recording stuff for the right. show and the editing uh, for the podcast and, and most of the, the artwork and stuff that I do using because I Adobe is really, you know, just resource heavy. But I use the desktop strictly for that stuff. You know, but everything else I use my laptop for. And when I'm reading and just doing 
you know, I've even used my phone lessons to start moving to my tablet for, you know, YouTube and Facebook and, and all that shit. But yeah, I mean, it, it's like, you know, if it really wasn't for what we do, I probably wouldn't have this desktop because I like the desktop because of the fact that I can get as much power as I need, you know? And, just, like, and, and I used to, and Steve knows that I, I used to, I just loved building a computer because I was always doing crazy shit. I was playing all kinds of video games on them and, and, and stuff like that. But it's starting to, it's like the juice ain't worth the squeeze, man. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like you just, it it makes no sense. The building a computer computer community for the most part is, is showing off is how, how much money did you spend and how many lights did you cram in it? You know, it, it, it's not really, I built a computer, like I used to be good. I'm still good at it, but I could take exactly what I need it to do and spend the least amount of money. But you can't really do that anymore because <laughs> it's just the, the prices are dumb. Yeah. And then with the way Windows is, who fucking cares anymore? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm so discouraged now that I don't even want it to be my hobby anymore. I just don't care. <laughs> And maybe it's just because I'm getting older too, and and you get to an age at at one point where where you really start paying attention to what you're spending your money on, and you feel stupid when you spend it on something stupid on something that <laughs> really is not necessary, right? Yeah, you know? but um, I don't know. Now I'm just on the fucking soapbox about it, but yeah, Microsoft. I'm sure they'll get their shit together. Hopefully, yeah. But they they really is starting to feel like they really just want to be back so bad. Like not from the business standpoint, but from an aesthetic and from the way they handle everything. Because they want everything to be an app and everything like that. The only difference is Mac does it a million times better than they do. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, we already know that this Windows wants this to be its last actual, like, OS. Yeah, they want to do a rolling release, which there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of Linux releases are that way and it works, but the problem is they're not treating it like a rolling release. Yeah. They're treating it like they've always done it. Yeah. Because rolling releases do not have this, right. Rolling releases do not have this many fucking updates. Yeah. Like feature updates. This is ridiculous. It's, it's my operating system. It just needs to run the shit I need it to run. I don't need it to do, like they added that people app, I immediately turned it off. Oh god, yeah. Like why? Why would I need that on my computer? Yeah, Stop like, it. What? What? What are, what are we? What are we doing, guys? What are we doing? Knock here? it the fuck off! <laughs> right? <laughs> no, it's not that serious. Yeah. Sick of this shit. All right, and finally, guys, this story I just thought was funny. Um, there hasn't been much piracy in the PlayStation 4's five-year history. However, that's been changing ever since users started discovering jailbreaks that would allow running unofficial software. Sony's eager to put a swift stop to it. The company has sued California resident Eric Scales for selling jailbroken PlayStation 4s on eBay, as well as it on his own site with piracy in mind. Scales allegedly violated both Sony's copyrights and the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Sony claims he is circumventing the console's copy protection also by loading the system with bootleg games like Call of Duty World <laughs> World War II and God of War. 
Scales wasn't exactly shy about his intentions either. Sony Sony bought two of the consoles itself to catch Scales in the act. They noted that the accused included printed instructions showing how to install illegal copies and encouraged people to, quote, enjoy all games free, end quote. On his website, Scales even displayed a Skull and Bones uh, pirate flag, as well as encouraging people to, quote, stop buying games, end quote. He couldn't claim that he was modding PlayStation 4s for innocuous reasons then. Sony isn't specific about the damages it's requesting for its lawsuit, but it's entirely possible the tech giant will demand a large sum. As Torrent Free explained, this could be the first lawsuit over a jailbroken PS4. The company may want to use the potential penalty to discourage PS4 modders thinking of selling their work. Sony will definitely use scales as an example for potential pirates, or they could simply remind pirates not to sell them online. For the sake of honesty, scales was an idiot for selling these on mm-hmm. eBay. Jailbreaking devices are not, el- are not legal. Android, Apple, and Microsoft discourage the practice. However, with many companies, they cite um, it voids warranties. Especially if you fail to jail, if you fail to jail correctly and expect them to repair it, uh, Sony is taking a harsh approach on scales for being an idiot. However, it was his mistake to make, and Sony caught him. Unfortunately, in the overall scheme of life, he will do nothing. It will do nothing to discourage jailbreaks. Just remind people not to be dumb about it. Some people. <laughs> are just fucking special you know like did you not know that was illegal right i I mean you figure i mean it's like you know you put it up on ebay like oh jailbroken ps4 right but then you also have your own website and you say hey enjoy the free games you give yourself no wiggle room so in this and what was it what was the name of this uh, site again did uh, it say it didn't say it just said his own site. Uh, ah, okay. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I was so. just curious if it was one that I might have heard of. <laughs> but, you know, we, we try to keep our ears to the streets here exactly. at Lazy Geeks. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. So I thought it was kind of funny. That's when, funny. I was just like, wow, how dumb can someone be? Like, I mean, you know, Sony was smart. Sony went and said, like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll take one. We'll take two. And like, sweet, here you go. Yeah, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. And then it's like, uh, motherfucker, ah, oh, goddammit, it was Sony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Uh, all right. So that is our episode for this week. If you are listening on iTunes or Apple Podcast app, we want those five-star reviews, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> also, review us on Stitcher or anywhere you get the show. And drop by the blog, thelazygeeks.com. Just do all those things. Also follow us on Facebook. <laughs> sorry. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at the Lazy Geek. You already know. All one word. Send us some feedback, comments, suggestions for episodes, favorite conspiracy theories, of course. Because that's all there really is to talk about anymore, to be honest. <laughs> Just send all of it to the geeks at the lazygeeks.com. And check out some of our other podcasts on the Lazy Geeks Network. We we work hard on all these episodes. So yes. uh, go ahead and check out this show, which if you if this is your first time checking us out, awesome. Thank you. Uh, this hi. show comes out every Monday. Uh, every Tuesday, 
the cinephile in you, uh, may want to hear what Patrick and I are discussing on the Extended Play Movie Podcast. Uh, this November, right now, we're talking about four of my favorite movies. Uh, last month, we did four of Patrick's favorite movies. And just to give you a glimpse of some of my favorite movies for this month are uh, Major League, Blazing Saddles, um, The Three Musketeers, the Disney version, uh, the 1993 Disney version with Charlie Sheen and Kiefer Sutherland. Classic. And, uh, and uh, When Harry Met Sally. And then, nice. ne- and then next month, we'll be doing our Christmas roundup. So, uh, so definitely check that out. That comes out every Tuesday. And my, my solo podcast, The Fine Line, which dis- likes to go into both sides of the argument when talking about shit that people say they're right, you're wrong. They're both wrong. Uh, so that comes out every <laughs> Wednesday. It's easy to say that when you're just like, you're both fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, you're both stupid as shit. <laughs> so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, um, both under Sapien TLG. Because he keeps Definitely. it simple, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. To see if I... Um, Twitter I haven't been using lately, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Instagram I use yeah. occasionally. You actually used it a little bit more this week. Yeah. Yeah, I, with me and Instagram, I'll drop like four pictures and then nothing bah, 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 for like two months. <laughs> right? Like I don't know why. I just I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm not a big social media guy. I try to be. I, I really do, and <laughs> only for this show. I don't really, for nothing else. You know. So, um, I love you all. <laughs> uh, I'm also on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at um, um yeah. <laughs> at a middle-aged geek and Instagram middle-aged underscore geek. You know, it's funny. I say these every time we record. And um, when I was, I, when I got my, um, my other phone, I went to Instagram and then I'm like, what are my, what's my username? Right. Because, you know, cause I and I was like, fuck, I say it on the show. Like every week, what is it? Because you're not, you're saying it, but you're not using it. So right. it's like a different <laughs> part of the brain. So you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like, you know, so they go, and then I actually literally had to go, I'm on social media. You can catch me at middle Age Underscore Geek. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, also, if you want to help us out, you can uh, drop some shekels to the show. All donations will help all the shows on the Lazy Geeks Network. Uh, they will help us keep the lights on, you know, pay for hosting fees, upgrade equipment, uh, domain registration, uh, uh, website fees, and uh, hookers and drugs. So, yeah, you know, we that's got- the most important one. Exactly, because that's what really keeps us going. And uh, so you can just head over to the website, look for the donate button, click on it, and it'll take you to PayPal where you can donate. All donations will be truly appreciated. Yes. So uh, thanks for checking us out. So until next time, uh, live large. If you ain't living large, you ain't living at all.